Now must your conscience my acquittance seal, and you must put me in your heart for friend, sith you have heard and with a knowing ear that he which hath your noble father slain pursued my life. And so have I a noble father lost, a sister driven into desperate terms, whose worth, if praises may go back again, stood challenger on mount of all the age for her perfections. But my revenge will come. Break not your sleeps for that. You must not think that we are made of stuff so flat and dull that we can let our beard be shook with danger and think it past time. You shortly shall hear more. I loved your father, and we love ourselves. And that, I hope, will teach you to imagine. How now? What news? Letters, my lord, from Hamlet. From Hamlet? Who brought them? Sailors, my lord, they say. I saw them not. Laertes, you shall hear them. Leave us. High and mighty, you shall know. I am set naked on your kingdom. Tomorrow shall I beg leave to see your kingly eyes, when I shall, first asking your pardon thereunto, recount the occasion of my sudden and more strange return. Hamlet. What should this mean? Know you the hand. Tis Hamlet's character. Naked? <laughs> and in a postscript here, he says, alone. Um, can you advise me? I'm lost in it, my lord, but let him come. It warms the very sickness in my heart that I shall live and tell him to his teeth, thus didst thou. If it be so, Laertes, will you be ruled by me? Aye, my lord. So you will not all rule me to a peace. To thine own peace. I will work him to an exploit now ripe in my device, under the which he shall not choose but fall and for his death, no wind of blame shall breathe, but even his mother shall uncharge the practice and call it accident. My lord, I will be ruled. The rather, if you could devise it so, that I might be the organ. It falls right. You have been talked of since your travel much, and that in Hamlet's hearing, for quality wherein they say you shine. What out of this, my lord? Laertes, was your father dear to you? Or are you like the painting of a sorrow, a face without a heart? Why ask you this? Not that I think you did not love your father, but that I know love is begun by time. And that I see in passages of proof, time qualifies the spark and fire of it. There lives within the very flame of love a kind of wick or snuff that will abate it. And nothing is at a like goodness still, for goodness growing to a pleurisy dies in his own too much. That we would do, we should do when we would, for this wood changes and hath abatements and delays as many as there are tongues, our hands, our accidents. And then this should is like a spendthrift sigh that hurts by easing. But to the quick of the ulcer, Hamlet comes back. What would you undertake to show yourself indeed your father's son more than in words? To cut his throat of the church. No place indeed should murder sanctuarize. Revenge should have no bounds, but good Laertes, will you do this? Keep close within your chamber. Hamlet return shall know you are come home. We'll bring you in fine together 
and wager on your heads. He being remiss, most generous, and free from all contriving, will not peruse the foils, so that with ease, or with a little shuffling, you may choose a sword unbated and in a pass of practice. Requite him for your father. I will do it. And for that purpose, I'll anoint my sword. Oh. I bought an unction of a mountebank, so mortal that but dip a knife in it. Where it draws blood, no cataplasm so rare can save the thing from death that is but scratched withal. I'll touch my point with this contagion, that if I gall him slightly, it may be death. Let's further think of this. Soft, let me see. We'll make a solemn wager on your cunnings. I have When in your motion you are hot and dry, as make your bouts more violent to that end, and that he calls for drink, I'll have prepared him a chalice for the nuns, whereon but sipping, if he by chance escaped your venomed stuck, our purpose may hold there. Let's say what noise? One woe doth tread upon another's heel so fast they follow. Your sisters drown, Laertes. Drown? Oh, where? There is a willow grows askant the brook that shows his hoar leaves in the glassy stream. There with fantastic garlands did she make of crow flowers, daisies, nettles, and long purples that liberal shepherds give a grosser name, but our cold maids do dead men's fingers call them. There on the pendant boughs her coronet weeds, clambering to hang an envious sliver broke when down her weedy trophies and herself fell in the weeping brook. Her clothes spread wide, and mermaid-like, a while they bore her up, which time she, ch she chanted snatches of old tunes as one incapable of her own distress, or like a creature native and undued unto that element. But long it could not be, till that her garments, heavy with their drink, pulled the poor wretch from her melodious lay to muddy death. Alas, then, she is drowned. 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 Too much of water hast thou, poor Ophelia. And therefore I forbid my tears. But yet, it is our trick. Nature her custom holds. Let shame say what it will. Adieu, my lord. I have a speech of fire that fain would blaze, but that this folly drowns it. Let's follow, Gertrude. How much I had to do to calm his rage. Now fear I this will give it start again. Therefore, let's follow. <laughs>